Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Excuse me! Taxi! This is the 77 WABC minicast. Should Navy, Ste- Navy SEALs, rompin' stompin' Navy SEAL frogmen, some of the toughest SOBs in the world, the kinds of people that we rely on to do things like uh, kill Osama bin Laden or extract high-level targets from certain places, should Navy SEALs be able to take performance-enhancing drugs. Why or why not? This has come to the forefront now because Naval Special Warfare Command is going to begin force-wide, meaning the whole Navy, force-wide random urinalysis testing for performance-enhancing drugs, PEDs, starting on November 1st. So if you're listening to me right now and you're a Navy SEAL, you have three more weeks before they will start testing you for performance-enhancing drugs. The announcement made yesterday. The Navy is implementing this new policy under the expanded authority recently granted by the service and the Department of Defense for the command to conduct unit urinalysis sweeps of trainees and random urinalysis testing of the Navy commando force and other command personnel for PED use. Now, on the one hand, and this is, I I do think they should be tested for PEDs, and I'll tell you why. But um, on the one hand, it makes kind of obvious sense, right? Performance-enhancing drugs are not something that you should be able to take. They're prohibited in sports. They're prohibited in a bunch of other areas. Why should they be permitted in the Navy? Okay. On the other hand, you might think to yourself, well, look, we rely on these Navy SEALs to be super strong, super tough, and to be in incredible physical condition what if a member of SEAL Team 6 decides in order to get the edge necessary, the muscle mass, the speed, in order to do these seemingly superhuman feats of strength, are we really going to get upset if they're taking, I don't know what is a, a performance-enhancing drug, if they're taking, uh, I don't know, human growth hormone or something along those lines? Let them do whatever they have to do. I see both sides. Where I come down on this is... The unsupervised use of PEDs. We've already seen incidents of people getting hurt. And in some, at least one instance, I think a New Jersey uh, Navy SEALs family, someone dying during the training. I don't know that that was related to the PEDs, but these PEDs do wacky things to your body and sometimes can have unpredictable effects on your health. So I don't think they should be prohibited. But this new testing policy comes a year after, excuse me, I don't think they should be permitted, these PEDs. This new testing policy comes a year after a command investigation into a SEAL candidate's death 
following Hell Week training. This death, this particular death, raised questions about the use and the prevalence of PEDs among trainees and the wider SEAL force. Evidently, they found out, and the next time Jesse Ventura is on this show, I'm going to have to ask him about this because not only was he a Navy SEAL, but his brother was a Navy SEAL as well, how prevalent this kind of thing was back in the um, in the 70s. But apparently this use of PEDs is widespread among Navy SEALs. You see these guys with arms the size of pot roasts that are part of the Navy SEALs. Turns out at least part of the reason is performance-enhancing drugs. So PED testing is going to occur in the same fashion that the Navy conducts random tests for other unauthorized or prohibited substances. Testing is going to be incremental with units randomly selected, and then 15% of that unit will be tested each month. Performances, performance-enhancing drugs will include steroids, human growth hormone, and selective androgen receptor modulators, known as SARMs, which are similar to anabolic steroids. Existing Defense Department and Navy regulations prohibit the unauthorized use of controlled PEDs without a medical prescription and some prohibited dietary supplements. You know, I don't know if... um, He's going to talk about this story, but I have a friend of mine who's on the radio in New York who's been very open about the fact that he's used anabolic steroids from time to time. And he's of the belief that that it should be an important part of your training regimen. And he's found doctors that will go along with this, not overly abusing them so that you look like the ultimate warrior. But, I mean, he said it's really integral. So for all the I, I disagree. I disagree, but, you know, I don't know anything about being in shape. Despite its prohibitions, the Department of Defense instructions don't authorize random drug testing and sweeps for steroid misuse. So any enforcement would have to be done by barracks inspection or probable cause searches. But with the new authorities allowing for urinalysis testing, SEALs, and other force personnel who test positive, for using unauthorized substances are going to be processed for administrative separation and could face disciplinary action, including instantly being removed from training if you're a SEAL trainee. How do you feel about that? Do you think that if a Navy SEAL tests positive for steroids, they should be disciplined, maybe even kicked out of the SEALs? Officials are saying that this new PED testing authority is going to help the command gain a better understanding of the use and prevalence of PEDs and deter unauthorized use. Good idea? Bad idea? Why or why not? 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. They're going to start testing for PEDs in the Navy. Good idea or not? Uh, one of the things that they've been pointing to is the death of seaman Kyle Mullen, 24 years old, and he fell ill at the completion of what they call Hell Week during the first phase of the basic underwater demolition SEAL class, uh, SEAL course that they all take. And they say this is in part what led to the new policy. At a local hospital, an autopsy attributed his death to bacterial pneumonia. A second trainee 
also was hospitalized at the time. Following a command investigation into Mullen's death, the Navy directed a separate investigation, which was just completed back in March. And his family has been very eager. I think his family's from New Jersey. Family has been very eager to get some more answers about this. So while PEDs were not found to contribute to Mullen's death, the initial command investigation raised allegations that these candidates, these SEAL candidates, used performance-enhancing drugs and supplements and suggested that PEDs were found among Mullen's possessions before his death, excuse me, after his death, all which prompted further exploration of any PED and supplement use by trainees and actions to detect and deter their use. So think about this. I could see where the people that are saying, let these SEALs take whatever they want, pointing at this and say, look, this is a whole policy that's being implemented because of someone's death when they found that PEDs didn't contribute to his death. I get it. I do think PED testing is important. And I don't think we want to get these Navy SEALs, brave as they might be, tough as they might be, strong as they certainly are, to in the habit of thinking that they need to take anabolic steroids just to be able to compete. Because the long-term health implications, at least my understanding of this, people, other people may disagree, but my understanding is that the long-term use of anabolic steroids is just devastating for your health. I mean, I mentioned uh, maybe I mentioned the Ultimate Warrior before. He, like so many wrestlers, died at a young age. And I firmly believe that part of the reason that so many of these pro wrestlers die at such a young age is because of the health problems that they've had due to anabolic steroids. You know, um, I call myself Superstar in tribute to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Superstar Billy Graham. Now, Superstar Billy Graham was an immense physical specimen. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.